on drugs with David Birnbaum. Hey, Tom. How's it going? Good. Uh, what's up? Chilling, you know, just uh, living life, talking about drugs as for always. Yeah, it's a, it's a usual conversation for us. Can you come a bit closer to the screen? You're very small in your window. Sure. Cool. Well, so I appreciate you uh, being open to talking about this. You and I are just going to talk about weed or marijuana today. Um, I, I suppose, you know, I, I originally wanted to ask why you're open to talking about it, but I, I always forget that it's now legal. So there's a bit less of a taboo. But for many people, there's still a taboo. They wouldn't like admit to weed use. Um, you know, I've struggled with weed use and like, I'm willing to admit it, but most people aren't willing to talk about drugs uh, publicly. So right off the bat, why are you kind of willing to, I, I, I'm assuming you're here to, and you're willing to admit you've smoked weed, you've experimented with it and that kind of stuff. So tell me a bit about that and then your relationship with weed. Uh, yeah, I've, I've smoked weed before. Um, uh, the way that I have actually taken weed to have the most fun was like ingesting through edibles. Um, uh, I experienced it in high school and um, enjoyed it there. And um, I think um, I kind of, I kind of stopped enjoying it uh, just because I felt slow and and um, just kind of silly when whenever I took it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also a phase that I called it like degenerate, and I just made fun of anyone who smoked it. Yeah. Um, uh, right now, like at this current state, I don't. I mean, I don't condone using it on a regular basis because I think a lot of people who who do. Um, well, I think it, it's hard to blanket statement this, but I think I can't you, think of anyone I know who uses it regularly, who I'd want to be like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think like the people who really need it to relax have something else going on that, uh, they're not dealing with. Yeah. Um, if, if, if people, if somebody just enjoys it to when like akin to, you know, whenever they go to a party, they like getting high then that's kind of just like that's like alcohol to me um it doesn't really i mean i don't i don't think it says anything particularly worse about you if you if you really enjoy weed over alcohol i just think it maybe it means you enjoy a bit more of a mellow uh drug use than uh than something that gets you like excited or uh or like you know crazy like alcohol yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so that's really interesting. I always was more of a weed user than an alcohol user. I much preferred it. Um, but I had like, right now, I, I've not smoked weed for maybe three or four weeks now. And I'm trying to, I've been trying to quit basically, right? Like I quit before for about a year and a half. I decided to give it another try. It lasted six months without me kind of really being able to have a handle on it. And so, but I've now kind of realized that um, just because I can't do it in a healthy manner, it seems, doesn't mean no one can. And it's been really hard for me to kind of 
break that apart. But like going back, you know, I smoked weed ever before I drank. Um, in grade 10, I smoked weed a few times, but then I had a really like intense experience and I didn't try it again for, for over a year. But then like through university, I was always, um, I always said I would never smoke weed alone because that was the way I viewed like if I smoke weed alone, I'm a stoner. But if I smoke weed at a party, then it's the same as drinking, right? Like I wouldn't just sit and just get drunk on my own, right? And so if it's part of like whether or not partying and partying as much as I did was acceptable or good, I viewed it, okay, if I'm going to be drinking, I may as well be smoking as well. But it's interesting when I left university, I ended up smoking. I, I would only really enjoy smoking on my own because it actually let me kind of like be with myself a bit more smoothly which again, why can't I just be with myself without weed, right? But it was this really interesting, like total flip where I, you know, if I was with people and smoked, um, I would just be stuck in my head anyways. And it was like, it didn't matter who I was with. I wanted to just be in here figuring stuff out. Um, and so it's been a really interesting thing uh, and, a, and an interesting change. But, but generally speaking, I don't understand why people would want to use it regularly still. Like I, 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 I think the benefits that can be derived from it in terms of like uh, what it does to a mind, I think could be accomplished without it. But I, I don't really know. Um, and I'm just really interested to explore it, explore it generally. So when you were using it, why, what was your reasoning at the time? Or, or uh, did you not really have any and you just happened to do it because that's what people were doing? Um, I mean, when I was really enjoying it uh, with edibles, it was, um, it was with good friends. And um, I just had a really good time with enjoying the experience with them. Um, and uh, just getting really stupid together. Um, but like, it was mostly just the fact that we were enjoying each other's company. Um, and for a really long period of time, I mean, it would, it would be, you know, we would start at seven and then go until, you know, three or four and then go to sleep. Right. Yeah. And we would just be watching TV and stuff. And, and it was so, it was so mindless, but it was, um, fun. It was, it was really enjoyable just to, be in that state with other people for me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I've ever actually, I don't think I've ever smoked weed alone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it with friends. And then I realized that I enjoy other things about people a lot more. Like I enjoy being able to talk to them. Um, and um uh, a, a really good friend of mine actually said something uh, really thought-provoking for me that um, um, if you, and, and I don't necessarily, um, I don't necessarily think this is completely right, but um, it made me think about it. And he said that, um, he said, if, uh, when, when, when people smoke or when they get really drunk, you know, they're not unique in any way. You're, you're getting the same experience as you are with anyone else who's in that state. 
And it's always the same experience. It's never anything new. Um, so like, why would you subject yourself to that? So that, that's a really interesting point. Uh, I wanna, one thing on the like, yeah, just getting silly with friends and stuff, like I never understood why people wanted to like get hot, like get high and do something. If I was gonna actually do something, I'd rather just do it, right? And like, if, if I can't get value from just seeing this movie, I need to see this movie high, why see this movie, right? Like I never understood it. So I only wanted to do it when that's what the thing was that we were doing. So we're just gonna get messed up tonight as if that's the activity. I did never like having it as an augment for other activities. But I think what you said just then, or what your friend said, it's really kind of the main point for me, uh, though I wouldn't have put it in those terms. Because yeah, like if I'm getting drunk, it's the same as every other night I've ever gotten drunk. Even if I'm just having a couple drinks, then it's kind of like the, the lens, it kind of almost takes me out of the actual full engagement of the experience. Um, and with weed, uh, definitely so. And it makes me think of like when I was traveling and like I knew people and I did this for one of my trips where it's like I, all I did was kind of get messed up at the bars at night. And it's like, well, you can do that anywhere, right? Like it's the same exact experience. And I know friends who still very much like reminisce about partying. And it's, yeah, every night is the same. Remember that time we all got drunk and did something stupid? And it's not like the memories are actually unique from one another in any substantial way. Um, but, you know, I think, what do you say to people who will say we're already kind of throwing weed under the bus? Like you don't have to this, you know, because I, I cannot, I have a very hard time associating weed use with anything other than that, right? But there are people who will push back and say, no, like, it's not like that. We can just, you know, it just kind of augments your day or whatever. Um, and that sort of thing. Because I, I really struggle with this. And I know I'll get backlash from some people who are more pro weed than I am. Um, so what do you think about about that? Um, I mean, fundamentally, they're free to experience it that way. And uh, if they disagree with you, then they shouldn't get so stuck up about it. Um, That's a fair point. Like, <laughs> if they if they sincerely disagree, then why do they care that I have a differing opinion? Yeah, exactly. There's, if if they're really getting that mad, I'm 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 suspecting. You know why why are they getting so uh, so hung up about you not liking it? Does you liking it? Does do they does their um, use of it depend on your approval? Well, it's not just that I don't like it. It's that I'm I'm putting forward. I do think it's probably like bad to actively hold it as a value and like it, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I can't see how it's not an escape. Like I'm open to the idea that it isn't an escape, but I've yet to come across someone that I think that's the case, mm -hmm. right? Like, and I've yet to come across someone who does it regularly that I am, I admire or would want to emulate in any way. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that like me saying those statements, there are people who get quite offended by that, right? Yeah, um, I mean, and uh, for the most part, I'm I'm in the same boat as you, uh, and I'm I'm also um, I'm not 
like I don't have um, a substantial evidence that you know concludes that it's it's terrible for you in every regard. Um, uh, and I also have like other vices that I enjoy, like alcohol. Although I I still don't enjoy getting drunk from alcohol. Um, right, and that's uh, the thing is like the the one kind of major difference that I hold exists between alcohol and weed is there are people who genuinely enjoy the tastes of alcohol, right? Whereas I, I've never heard an argument as to, oh, well, this weed tastes better than that weed. It's like, it's about the appreciation. I'm a weed connoisseur. No, weed is for the chemical effect, right? I think more, many people use the liking the taste as an excuse for alcohol as well. But I do think it's true. Like a I like I've never liked the tastes of any alcohol. The alcohol itself is too strong and overwhelms everything for me. Um, but I at least see it as a as a theoretically valid argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and um, again, this comes down to a lot of how you individually experience it. But with alcohol, I don't get the sense that I'm losing any of my um, my own personality when I drink it mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, uh, because like I, you know, it's also, it's another, there's another debate here about, you know, um, if you're on things like painkillers or antidepressants, you know, are you really yourself? And I would argue you are. Um, and, and in yeah. the same respect, I think alcohol, like for instance, you, you know, people say like it helps them sort of lose their inhibitions or be less uptight. Um, I think if you need it to do that is what happens. And um, like when you're tipsy and stuff. Uh, although again, for me, it's, I, uh, like you were at my place the other day and then, um, I was saying about how I really enjoyed the, uh, the experience of drinking, uh, with, with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was, I was mad at you, uh, for not having a drink with me. Um, not because I, uh, I didn't, I didn't feel the need to sort of justify my own drinking. It's just that I, just like when I was a teenager and enjoyed uh, doing like brownies with my friends, I enjoy like savoring the same experiences with a friend. Uh, yeah, that, that's interesting. And, and uh, I do want to ask a bit more about like your thoughts on weed, but I want to take this track as well, because it makes me think of the, the first ever episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, uh, which is Jerry Seinfeld's show. He yeah. has Larry David on and Larry David mentions how his, him and his wife would have arguments because he stopped drinking coffee. And so she was drinking coffee, he was drinking tea and it was a different experience and he doesn't get it. And Jerry agrees with his wife and says like, if you're eating a steak and I'm having a salad, we're having different experiences, right? And that's, I think, an important point around all of this. And it brings me to the kind of major point I wanted to ask about weed is like, 
you know, I have the certain types of experiences I want to have and other people can have theirs. And so it's like, so you're like in that moment, you're saying you want to be sharing the type of experience you like relaxing, you feel relaxed when you're in the mode of having a drink. And it's not because of the drink necessarily, but it's like the whole, you know, the whole mentality behind it. And I wasn't like, willing to join you in that experience, right. Um, but for me, like, that type of experience, I'd rather, you know, walk in nature, like if I want to feel relaxed, and let, like letting myself kind of really feel chill with someone, I go for a coffee or a walk in the park, like I have very other ways in which I want to feel relaxed. And when I'm kind of hanging out with someone, uh, and many of and, and I don't have enough people that share that experience with me and many of my peers, it's like, when we hang out, yeah, we just like kind of hang out and chat about stuff. And, and to me, augmenting that with alcohol doesn't make it more relaxing, it just kind of makes it, um, I don't know, I don't know what it does. But so I, I think that's an interesting, um, an interesting point you hit on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and um, to go back to weed, I like, well, wait, so if, if, sorry to cut you off, if I may jump in with uh, how I, how I connect that to, to weed, because, you know, it's come up a couple of times, I think that this, I've said this explicitly, and I interpret, you have a, a similar sentiment, like you and I have both chosen, or I'm, I'm still struggling to solidify this choice, um, to not personally partake in weed, right? Um because I don't think it adds value to my life, right? Like, I do not think this is beneficial as a whole to my life. Yet there are people who think it is beneficial or claim that it's beneficial or at least neutral. And whether or not you should do things just because they're neutral is a whole other discussion. But it's like, you know, do I want to spend time with someone in that uh, atmosphere? right? Do I want to spend my time? Do I value when I'm spending time with someone who chooses to be in a state that they're smoking? And that's kind of the environment and the atmosphere. And my answer is generally no, right? Um, and, And I think that's really interesting. And I'm wondering if you agree, and then why that's the case, why you don't want weed in your life, and or why you wouldn't want to engage with that environment, uh, let's say. Mm-hmm. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, for the most part, um, in, in high school, it was when it was clear like someone was stoned, they just were super boring to talk to. Um, I mean, you just kind of let them do their own thing at that point and try to enjoy wherever without them. Mm-hmm. Um, um, if I see someone, you know, extremely baked, uh, as a, as a recurring habit at this point, it's kind of just sad. I mean, like if they do it like every day and like to, to their detriment, right. And, mm. um, it's, it's so different. It's such, it's a very different story if somebody just does it occasionally and is still completely functioning. Um, uh, yeah. sorry what what was the um and so what about question? someone who you know will when they hang out like let's say there's a group of four of us hanging out 
And one guy, he wants to like smoke weed and be kind of buzzed or stoned and no one else is right. But like, that's the vibe he wants. Um, I find that often doesn't mesh well with the vibe of the people who aren't doing that. And, and like, you know, maybe that's the way he feels comfortable in that situation. But to me, it's markedly different. Right. Um, And, and, you know, and that's how it was when I would do it as well. Right. And so I'm interested in like, yeah, I don't really find myself wanting to be with people who want to be like that when they're with me because it is noticeably different. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there I've, I've identified like the easy cases of, of people who are way too stoned to function and, and they're not yeah. fun. Uh, but uh, there's also uh, there's definitely edge cases here where. Uh, yeah, if you took, if you had four guys come to like a, a group gathering, one of them, you know, comes with a beer, another comes with um, a joint, and then the other one comes with, you know, like a, a bottle of vodka, and they just chug it or something, right? Like yeah. I would obviously, the third guy would just not at all enjoy being around him if I, if I wanted that kind of company. Uh, the guy with the joint it's I, like it, it really depends on his level of awareness when he's he's doing it if, if it's if it's extremely extremely light amount and and i'm still able to talk i would i would tolerate it although like obviously there's things like the smell and all that that i don't like either mm-hmm. um and then the guy with the beer is is all, you know almost 100 percent. i'd i'd be totally fine with with that because i'm just so used to it and and I, I never really notice a difference uh, in, in how the person behaves with, you know, one or two beers. Yeah. Um, unless they're and, an extreme lightweight. Right. And, and that's the thing that like, it's, I definitely think I notice a difference in people, even with a very small amount of weed use. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think, um, I'd be hard pre- like maybe someone could prove to me otherwise. I'm definitely open if there's data, but from, you know, a large amount of, you know, personal experience, um, like that's just, it does modify uh, their behavior. And I'd also say like, perhaps I do also have, you know, kind of rationalistic, overly demanding meta standards, but why like why does someone need to smoke to feel comfortable in a situation that's common right like that's the thing yes i understand that it might make them feel more comfortable but why can't they feel comfortable without it and i don't mean to disparage like you know many people will say oh well if i have like what if i have a headache and take an advil and like yeah but most of these people, they don't actually have it medicinally prescribed, right? If you actually consulted someone and, and, they, and you've understood, okay, I have diagnosed anxiety, this amount of weed use does help it calm down, I'm working with other mechanisms to calm my anxiety generally, I, I'm totally in favor of it in that way. And that's yeah, kind of where I'm struggling it's just as like well. Another- it's just like another medication at that point. Um, right. But most people try and like conflate the issue and like they associate their recreational drug use with 
medicinal use. And it's like, oh, well, like it just helps me relax the same way some people have like uh, antidepressants. It's like, no, no, but I wouldn't agree if someone just popped antidepressants whenever they wanted because it made them feel better, yeah. right? Like, um, and I think people often conflate it. And, and I just, I don't want to go too far on this tangent, but I want to add one other point where I know someone uh, like, you know, over 50 who for a long time smokes weed almost every day as a way to help with their anxiety and stuff. Um, and they've never fixed the fundamental issue, right? And so, yeah, whenever they're stressed out, they can do this and it helps them be less stressed in that moment. But now that's just their only coping mechanism and the underlying problems as to why they can't enjoy their time without it are still there, right? And I think it's very much the pattern I see when people use it like this. Um, that, yeah, okay, it does help me be less anxious in this moment, but if you have to do that in lots of moments, maybe there's a, there's an issue as well. Yeah. And, and um, you made me think of something um, that I think would be really hard to argue the, the counter to that um, you'd never, ever, ever want to um, um, be the kind of personality who's uh, a better or more fun you know, with the drug in question, right. right? Like, like if you, if you depend on that to, or like, or I would say you don't want to define your personality based on that. Right. If, yeah. If, um, if, if your friends wish you were drunk or high. Yeah. There's, there's something seriously wrong going there. And I think, I, I, I think it would be very hard to argue otherwise there because um, that means in your sober state, <clears throat> there is something um, overriding it that is, it's either, you know, maybe it's the friends you chose, right? Maybe, maybe you need better friends that um, aren't encouraging that, or maybe, yeah. or maybe your personality is, uh, maybe you have some issues that for some reason the, the drugs help you uh, ignore. Um, but there's, there's never a case to be made to say that, you know, uh, I want my personality to be better with it when I'm on drugs. Right. And that's really interesting. And that's what I've thought about a lot is there were situations that I'd go into and I'd drink or smoke to make that situation fun. And then I was like, why am I going into situations where I need to drink or smoke to enjoy it? And it was really tough because a lot of my situations, it's a bunch of like, that's what it was kind of built around. And it's like, if I was the one not smoking or not drinking, then I was just sitting there not enjoying myself. And I had to learn that, no, I can actually create situations for myself that are enjoyable without this stuff. And I think it's a really interesting feedback loop as well because people say, oh, well, I wanna just relax and like have a good time and chill and weed helps me do that because there's not really that much else going on. And it's like, yeah, well, because you're always doing that, you can't spend your time to figure out what gives you that same value or more without the drugs, right? Because, oh, you always just kind of take that easy way to relax, right? Whereas I think there's a much more fulfilling amount of relaxment that can happen um, or whatever else 
without the augmentation. That's you know my view at least. I know uh, there'll be people who disagree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, um, I don't. Uh, if somebody were to offer me a joint at this point, I I would say I would say no, um, but not out of any kind of sense of of like a, a duty or you know like a like a very um self-righteous thinking of like oh like i will never smoke this crap um it's more it's it's more just i just don't really want to experience that uh that feeling and and i just find myself uh whenever i encounter the the like weed like that's like that's the answer I'll go for. It's, it's just, I find myself not really wanting it that much. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, um, Oh, good. And, uh, I still, I, I still struggle to completely write it off. Um, and I, I recognize that there are so many detrimental parts about it. Um, I, I mean, uh, one of my favorite podcasters, uh, is a straight edge, uh, uh, guy, so he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke, he doesn't do any drugs, um, and um, like he's he's very he's very consistent. Although um, I would I would argue that I'm I'm generally consistent. I I just don't go for the things that don't give me any kind of pleasure or um, satisfaction. And I've my satisfaction now is based on I think pretty rational values. So. Um, that's why I don't get satisfied with, with weed. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think I have rational values that I try to attain, and and it, and generally that involves more with like talking to people uh, when I'm around them. Yeah, weed just doesn't let me do that. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, and and we don't have time to get into it now because you know. But I'll say that I think two main things. One, it weed use is often a default right it's you know i don't have enough things that i'm pursuing with my life so okay i just have some free time i may as well smoke weed or get drunk or whatever it is because i'm not pursuing things i'm not looking to add value to my life and the second is i'd ask many people the first time they ever smoked weed was it really a fully conscious choice like hmm I think weed will add value to my life in this situation. I'm going to do that. Or was it just you're a teenager, some people are smoking weed, you smoke weed, and now it's something you do and you're used to. And, and you know, I would, I would really recommend to anyone who's not consciously decided to smoke weed to stop smoking weed and then consciously add it back into your life. And that's what I did. And I really struggled with it. And, and I had a hard time seeing it actually adding value. And I'll just add, when you said, like, if someone presented you a joint, um, like, I got like an itch, like, I would, like, it would be, it's, it's, it would be really tough. I'd have such a desire to smoke still because uh, of the way it uh, affects me and, and, and this sort of stuff. And I'm not saying by any means, everyone uh, has the same kind of issues with it as I do, but I think they'd be more close to that than they think would be my uh, guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any, any last thoughts on, on this or any, anything we covered today? Uh, be clear on, on what 
yeah, what gives you satisfaction? Um, and like, you know, judge this, this kind of issue independently and give, give everyone that recommendation. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'd recommend, I, I did an episode on drug use uh, with the Ayn Rand Institute and on Cargate. And he really emphasizes, you should only do things that add value to your life, that you consciously think, yeah, this is a benefit to my life. Um, and, and so that's, I think, in line with your framing as well. Um, yeah, so thanks. This was actually a really great conversation. I hope you'll come back. And I'm interested to talk about edible experience in particular um, and, and some other stuff. I hope you'll come back and be on drugs with David Birnbaum. Great. Thanks.